Did you know the average person spends four years of his life looking down at his cell phone? Kinda ironic, ain't it? How these touch screens can make us lose touch. But it's no wonder in a world filled with iMacs, iPads, and iPhones, so many eyes, so many selfies, not enough us's and we's. See, technology has made us more selfish and separate than ever. Cause while it claims to connect us, connection has gotten no better. And let me express first, Mr. Zuckerberg, not to be rude, but you should reclassify Facebook to what it is, an anti-social network. Cause while we may have big friend lists, so many of us are friendless all alone. Cause friendships are more broken than the screens on our very phones. We sit at home on our computers, measuring self-worth by numbers of followers and likes. Ignoring those who actually love us, it seems we'd rather write an angry post and talk to someone who might actually hug us. Am I bugging? You tell me, cause I asked a friend the other day, let's meet up face to face. They said, all right, what time you want to Skype? I responded with OMG, SRS, and then a bunch of SMHs and realized, what about me? Do I not have the patience to have conversation without abbreviation? This is the generation of media overstimulation. Chats have been reduced to snaps. The news is 140 characters. Videos are six seconds at high speed. And you wonder why ADD is on the rise faster than 4G LTE. But... Get a load of this. Studies show the attention span of the average adult today is one second lower than that of a goldfish. Ah, man, I gotta be honest. Um, I'm not in the best mood at the moment. Um, I'm gonna try to bring up as much energy as I can. I mean, the topic that I'm gonna be speaking about is really, really really interesting and i think we should all touch point on it um it's just some some shit has been happening and um it's out of my control and look uh, by the time i post this um and if it's still carrying on then i might just have to fucking go off at everyone that's around me but i'm hoping i'm hoping it gets cleared up and i'm hoping that everything is situated perfectly and everything falls into place but without further ado welcome to the relatable source uh, my my name is bass i am your host um, if you are new here the relatable source we talk all things relatable past present and future um, we like to touch points on things that we really don't speak on as much um, it's mainly just a conversa- conversation starter and um, if it's not a conversation starter it's something that i really really want to get into it because i find it really interesting to speak on um yeah, I, I urge all of you that are new to um, listen to previous podcasts that you, you really find interesting look at the end of the day it's a win-win situation i'm not trying to uh, preach my knowledge because at the same time this is all research based I, I like to research into the topics that i talk about and and to prepare some really nice content for you guys so you can definitely um get a hold of it and also if you do hear people in the background i definitely got some relatives um, that are visiting for the christmas time uh so please bear bear in mind uh if this is posted uh, ahead of christmas or outside of the christmas time also i do apologize for the timeline but i'm just letting you know how it is because i keep it real on this podcast of course this podcast is 100 percent free but i do ask for a small fee if you find something that you can relate to 
something that will put value in your life or or something that you basically you, you know even if you disagree or agree with um, or you don't like and you do like but I still but you still want to stick around and find out some more I do urge that you pay the fee of telling a friend about this telling a group of friends telling your family your relatives sit down with your grandma talk to her about this topic get her get her known about the technology technology world get her a spotify account let her understand that or if it's not spotify get her an itunes account you know this 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 uh this podcast will be held on a lot of platforms uh, that will be accessible to a lot of people because um, i really want to spread the word out and i do appreciate all the lovely messages you guys have been sending me um, the support has been immense we I, I barely have posted a uh, at the start a podcast and I've already received over 2,000 to 2,500 followers so um, I really do appreciate it just goes to show how much of a community of uh, people that really want to um, bring up topics and, and uh, get as much knowledge on those topics as much as possible but I do value opinion I do value suggestions and I do value feedback um, it's a win-win situation by that I mean you guys do win in terms of listening uh, to me speak on this um, however my winning situation is I do appreciate all the feedback and this and the and um, you know the comments that you guys do uh, if you do like this podcast and you find it informative please do give a rating um, on on the platforms that you are listening to write a comment you know or give me a plug follow me on instagram at the official page which is the relatable source that is t-h-e relatable and source as in the ketchup bottle source not source the like the normal news sources um uh, but yeah without further ado let's get started now um basically with with all topics i always like to think about the conversations you will have with your friends family or colleagues or anyone in general um uh, you, you can pretty much speak on these topics and then it goes for hours and hours and hours so um now originally i've spoken um about a similar topic to this which was is technology hindering our performance and if you haven't heard it i strongly urge you to um listen to that podcast honestly it will give you a good insight on how technology both old and new has changed us as a generation from the past you know two years compared to the past 50 you know it's amazing it's incredible how much of a change that it's being placed on us and how much reliance we have on that now anyways while i was scrolling my news feed uh, through my newsfeed throughout the weeks on, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and even LinkedIn, I found that we've really hit rock bottom, as if that's coming from my my point of view on certain traits. And it seems that all traits, or majority of the traits, are, are extremely toxic. I mean, when I spoke about this topic, I, I focused on our attention towards being heavily, heavily, heavily reliant on our smartphones but in all honesty i think it goes deeper than that um i mean sure about 3.8 billion of our population hold a smartphone in their hand and given the consideration of age and lifestyle half of the planet literally is involved in taking part of these toxic traits which is social media but i won't sound like a 12 year old girl complaining on tiktok about how social media is ruining our lives which is why i wanted to have a look at both the positives as well as the negatives of social media use now i remember this 
very, very clearly. Like, honestly, it was about two years ago. The year is 2009. And and at the time, the most popular stories and trends back then were velvet juicy tracksuits. You know, the, the girls that had juicy written on their ass. Um, the Avatar, the movie Avatar came out. And The, ha- and the Hangover. Um, shout out to the Wolfpack. You know who they are. Um, but most importantly, most importantly, it was, it was the year I first joined Facebook. Now, a little further back in Australia, we had a thing called Bebo. And I think this communication site was popular in the UK as well. Can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, for everyone else, uh, just pretend that Bebo was our version of MySpace. Um, surprisingly, MySpace was not really that popular in Australia. I mean, if it was popular, it, was, it, would, it, would, it would mainly be with a certain demographic, but majority was Bebo. Um, and basically, on Bebo, you could basically customize your page to whatever skin you would want. And some people would add their favorite car, athlete, model, porn star, whatever you could think of, you could add it on there and many got really creative on how they did it with one person in particular being my older brother photoshopping himself next to a newly modified ferrari so it was like a it was like a little haze um sort of thing you had the ferrari on on the left hand and he had himself flexing with whatever muscle or tiny muscle that he had he was shirtless and he would like put the two cars together to make it seem like he was a transformer um, look, it was in back then, I gotta admit, you know, the guy got a lot of girls, I don't know how, I don't even know why that was a thing, but it happened, you know, and, and other things on Bebo you could do was share the love with little love emojis being shared by other people and it, it, it accumulates to a number. Basically, the more loves you got, the bigger your popularity stature grew. And, and me, myself, I was a very shy kid. I was very nervous with the sort of, um, uh, I guess, activities that I took part in. Even if there was a large crowd that was involved, um, I was really nervous and I was really shy to be a part of it. Which And, and hearing this, this love sort of uh, initiative, I was too scared to even make a Bebo for, for my own. As I didn't think I would receive as many loves or on my page as possible even get any friends in that matter um i know it's a little sad but you know we've all been through we've all been there like we don't feel like we're we're good enough or we don't have that capacity to take on that much um extrovertness coming at us all at once slapping us in the face and um yeah you get you get popular by the more loves you get people really do respect you for that and and regardless of your age um, I think it was it was really dependent on how much you loves you would get. People would get them on the daily. People would definitely get them on the daily, and then it would just continue growing and growing and growing. And um, and and yeah, I didn't think I'd receive as many loves on my page, um, which is why I was basically just scrolling on my brother's one and playing games on his one. Any message he would get from girls or his friends or whatever, I would I would have to report it to him, like I was his personal assistant. But then. Then came Facebook. Now, a very plain light and dark blue and white colored social communication site that didn't look that that didn't look the type. It was very plain and 
and it, it it didn't have a love mechanism or love initiative as a means of popularity but rather a platform to post your status on what you're currently doing on videos pictures um, you can like you can become a fan on pages back then they called it become a fan i don't know if you guys do remember that um, they had that become a fan initiative rather than just liking a page and becoming a follower um but yeah it just goes to show time and in a short period of time a lot of changes even in the smallest words so so to me it was amazing so like i said in 2009 um that was the time that i first created facebook but it was i i, I really really clearly remember this because it was it's just too funny not to not to remember i was in my pjs and it was around 9 p.m. And, and my cousins were over and I told my older girl cousin to finally help me make one. She was a whiz with making Bebo and everything. So she was one of those. And I kid you not, I spent nearly two hours just making sure it had all my details, all the information were relevant. But I had to make an email that was so cool with the whole system um, to make sure that people were aware on who the boss is. You know, a lot of people made um, made emails, but what like if you put your first name or a, a your first name or last name within the email, which is exactly how it is now, you'd be considered a weirdo. You'd be considered a freak, a strange little individual, which is why I wanted to follow the path of everyone else and, and, and be she be a sheep in that matter. So um, the email, <laughs> the email that I had and still have on my Facebook account till this day is SXC underscore BMA. And I'm not going to say which platform it is on um, just in case I don't get, you know, roasted for all those uh, for that beautiful email. But um, yeah, to say it in, 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 the, in the least, it was sexy SXC underscore BMA, meaning BMA. Beamer. Now, okay, let me explain. Sexy, which means sexy, was the trend back then. Everyone had it. And BMA, now BMA was a nickname for BMW, um, if I'm corrected. Uh, that's that's how I came came across it. Everyone kept on saying, oh, look at my Beamer, look at my Beamer, and so forth, which at the time was my favorite car. And I was trying to copy my brother, who had Mr. Civic, because he had, obviously he had a rusted down old Civic. Um, and obviously when you're at that age and you have your own car your top shit now anyways life was amazing you could do quizzes on facebook you could read stories you can post statuses play games have wall-to-wall -wall conversations with the girl you're trying to make your girlfriend life was just so simple to a new concept that was actually benefiting those that were introverts into getting out of their shelves and enter a new phase of their life However, like many good ideas and advancements, there is an element that will be exploited, mishandled, and misused, resulting in the dependence and fear of missing out. Now, I'll tell you guys a story. For more than a year, this individual, and her name was Crystal, I'm, I'm, I'm protecting her name because, you know, for, for those that were um, involved um, with the family and, and, and friends. So um, we'll just call her Crystal. Now for more than a year, most of Crystal's Facebook friends ignored her posts, many of which were overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly 
Um, I can never say that word. Why? They were overwhelmingly laden with clear signs of unhappiness, dissatisfaction with life, depression, and suicidal thoughts. But when she finally reached the tipping point and committed suicide, her friends and suddenly the country were finally forced to take note. Previously, before that, Crystal wrote that stress had become a recurrent feature of her life before complaining about a woman who gossiped about her and her daughter. Now, even though her posts were scattered over months, they were indicative of her depression, as well as the underlining problems. Her family and friends said that Crystal's depression was powered by a train of unfortunate circumstances from having no job and, and struggling with finances to strife with her child's father who had separated with her. There was, there was no help from this individual. Um, and in one of Crystal's posts written a day before her suicide, a mother of a three-year-old girl expressed frustration over Crystal's inability to give her, give her daughter a comfortable life despite her immense love for her. Now, this individual obviously did not know what was happening in the background, and, and obviously she was just seeing it from um, exactly what was what was happening in her timeline, from her statuses to her, yeah, uh, she basically came to the conclusion that she was in, unable to provide comfort and stability towards her daughter. Um, then finally, Crystal hung herself in an animal shed in her parents' home. Now, when I hear stories like this, it shows, and this is a true story, by the way, um, it shows th the need to pause or be more vigilant about social media use. Given that it only exerts more pressure on yourself where you could already be battling serious demons like depression. Now, in saying that, those that are seeing it from the other end of the spectrum those that are basically looking at your life and understanding basically what you're going through from the tweets and statuses that you put in they will make a conclusion based on those they don't know exactly what's going on in the background which is scary depending that it will one simple word or, or a sentence can drive somebody to cost their life to end it all to finish up and one anonymous individual wrote a comment on social media addiction and said, people who have low self-esteem, poor impulse control or a tendency toward addiction should pay attention to their social media use. Contrary to many people's fears, social media does not make someone more socially avoidant or isolated. In fact, it can do the opposite by providing access to people and resources. And I guess that's a positive that we can take this. Uh, many of our communication does happen on, on social media. I mean, if you've ever been to uh, university or, 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 or study or, or work, you have your um, group chats on Facebook, those that don't, ha don't have this, um, the applications that they can put on their phones. So social media is a good way to communicate with different people from all, all around the world. Now, while in cases like Crystal's, People might use Facebook and Instagram or Twitter to cry out for help or attention. There are those that are pushed to feelings of inadequacy as they compare their lives to influencers or celebrities. Now, that could do more damage than inspire to live a healthy and glamorous lifestyle.
and I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I mean, but I think you guys got the point of what I'm about to say, because I, I feel like this is a, a topic of discussion that's been going on, and it, it'll continue to go on, on and on and on, until that we can finally tell ourselves that we are, that we need a change for our own benefit. Now, look at celebrity breakups. Yet, for instance, this, was, this wasn't recent, but this is what comes to mind for myself. It was Channing Tatum and his ex, um... Or, or the guy from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, some Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt and his breakup. Uh, I'm trying to find really good examples to use. Now, those two relationships were seen as couple goals and were highly publicized on not only social media, but tabloids, newspapers, articles, TV stations, radio, anywhere you could see or hear their relationship would be on there. And and me coming from background, I had my, my ex-girlfriend at the time with um, that really looked into uh, Channing Tatum and his uh, ex-wife who was, who actually they met on set um, on Step Up. And if you don't know, Step Up is, um, it's a hip hop dance drama uh movie and it was really good like you know some 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 gang violence uh mixed with ballet and hip-hop and and back then it was just chilled everything the music the soundtrack was amazing and them two together when i found out they were together i'm like shit i want that i want that in my life i want exactly what they have i want the love that they bring i want the communication that they have all the photos they take was was were, were good couple goals you know the the stuff that they wear the, the events that they take and the, the travel they do and everything but we don't know what's happening in the background Several young people looking would would value them, being myself back then, value them and want to aspire to have similar relationships with photos, videos of them looking good 24-7. But in reality, they really don't know what's happening in the background. Several, uh, like with, with young people, w would take to Twitter confessing how they've been needlessly comparing themselves to the couple's seemingly perfect life. And in the process, develop feelings of inferiority being inferior to them when looking into the highly publicized breakups of those celebrities the after effect it would have on social media users they would basically join the conversation writing that they had felt inadequate as they compared their seemingly basic lives to the people's or the couple's lavish and picturesque lifestyle now i completely agree with that and if it's not, uh, you know what, I won't even just say celebrity, celebrities, it's just people that are, are known on YouTube, people are known on, on Instagram, people are known on, on uh, but basically, they have a large follower base, you get an understanding of how their life is just from the posting of what they do, but that is a short amount, a short percentage of life that they provide. However, we don't consider that. Those people that are looking at it from the background, you don't consider that. And, you know, um, if I can plug myself a little more, look at the relatable source. You know, we've had a large follower base, but that did not just happen overnight. You know, I continue to grow it and grow it, provide the content that is provided, um, reply to messages, try to get as much collaborations, which I haven't at this point. But, you know, I really, I really appreciate having those collaborations back and forth, but it takes time. It takes time to happen, but not many people will know that background because I won't publicize that background. It's, it's irrelevant to them. Not many people want to know what's going on. If you do, I really do appreciate that because you are a top fan. 
you know and i'll you know no 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 fuck that i don't like to call it fan you're a top member of the family you know so when 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 you live your life on social media you are you are bound to get burnt out and lose hope i'm pretty sure we've all gone there um as everyone everybody is faking to have the best designer clothes food uh, food photos with the finest restaurants that you go to money um that you spend holidays and outings um with with friends you know even the friends that you're hanging out with you know the status of them the followership that they have and you don't have to be on social media every second of every day to be like this all it takes is one individual that you may follow that has a large follow account and is considered an influencer that individual may literally look like a goddess or godlike um, with the perfect features that may possess and and the perfect hair and the perfect makeup and the perfect smile and the perfect teeth whiter than life brighter than a diamond um eyes eye color is always looking good but i have a feeling that they might use some some uh photo edits when they they may possess in how they are portrayed in their photos the best makeup greatest angle taken with photos and every photo and video posted it all seems too good to be true like how are they doing this they have the same amount of resources that i do even though they have money that does not change the fact that they still have the same resources still uh resources still the same platform to post how the fuck is this happening why is it not happening to me and so what's the next step the how to accomplish this lifestyle look you start reading up on them you get obsessed with their life and most become toxic because most of your attention is focused on keeping up with them and why shouldn't you they make you feel like you deserve a better life with better clothes money friends etc so it's understandable for you to want to acquire that look it's providing a positive outlook on your face but it all it, it's all determined on how you take that sort of information how you use it if it's if it, if it can benefit your life internally then and it makes you feel good and you have inner peace absolutely go for it but if it provides you a a fake positivity of you know uh, providing your whole lifestyle to wanting to impress those externally outside of your life i just feel like you'll do a lot more work than you should and you will forget your, yourself in the process take it from someone that's very very aware of this situation i've had i've had many many stances of um wanting to uh, you know follow 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 the sheep but also take part and take lead in that you know but by finding different influences to sort of change myself and 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 in the process i ended up losing myself you know now numerous studies conducted specifically on teenagers and young adults they indicate that heavy social media uses users are at a large risk of, fail, of falling into depression instagram and snapchat have been singled out in some of those studies as some of the social media sites that have a heavy toll on the mental health of young adults and i'm you know it does have a lot of thing with image you provide your you provide your face if it's not your face the sort of location you're in the food um the money that you spend and it's comparable to different people that have a better status than you you know according uh, according to 
different people i guess but it's 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 other people's opinions and uh, some studies have even gone further to link social media to feeling of unhappiness restlessness or loneliness which are symptoms of depression and i don't doubt that for a second and then we have a survey now in may of 2017 a survey of 1479 people between the ages of 14 and 24 by the royal society for public health in the uk found that young people who spend more than two hours two hours a day on social networking platforms such as facebook twitter or instagram were more likely to show symptoms symptoms of anxiety and depression now that's just two hours i know some of us are on our phones here and there whatever but that accumulates you know it's not it's not a it's not a whole sitting of two hours that accumulates to the many times that you are on social media that you are um uh looking into those aspects it's it's sort of uh, it changes your mindset with a lot of things that will go on and and the apps the study suggested exasperate the user's feelings of anxiety and inadequacy since everyone's everyone else's life looked more glamorous more comfortable more luxurious and everyone's life just looks that much better than yours because you know exactly what is happening in your life from top to bottom but when your friends start posting you only get to see the positive the couple goal relationships that post relationship statuses of them loving each other and and buying each other expensive gifts to show their gratitude could be could be they could be cheating behind behind doors your friend who just bought a house a nice car and has a job that everyone wants may have just been made redundant and everything is rented so so those that are, are seemingly having perfect lives definitely have some demons to battle with in the behind the scenes aspect everyone does we all do but we i think we if we take that into consideration imagine how how life would be differently understanding where everyone else is just just imagine that everyone else is, is considerate of what's happening behind the scenes but as well as taking part in what's being positive if that's the case i guarantee you not many people would post about what their what their um how positive their life is and more realism would be portrayed towards social media everyone will be real most people would be real in that in that aspect you know that you have some dickheads that don't care about the behind scenes and they'll continue um bashing people because they look um there are those people that want to see the world burn it is it is also very easy easy to see all these things that we are missing out on so we feel left out much more often experts and i'm not saying my cousin who's done time in the pen these are actual s experts that look into this shit. they agree that social media could be toxic even for those with healthy minds triggering envy attention seeking behavior status anxiety the fear of missing out fomo and unhealthy social comparisons and researchers also say that social media propagates the fear of missing out which is where people's views they view other people it could be from posts photos videos and I, and I think i personally could be could, could have uh, sorry and their thought in their head could be uh could be saying i personally could have been there and i wasn't 
Over time, the researchers say these people start feeling excluded by those close to them, such as family and friends. When they see posts of these young people together, yet they were not informed of the meeting. And I think one of, one of the biggest traits we tend to hold on to when speaking on social media is FOMO, fear of missing out. Social media propagates the fear of missing out, which is where people view others in, in that aspect. However, you know, um, family members, co-workers, uh, even randoms who you met the night before, that could be aspects of, you know, wanting to hang out with them. And then those feelings amount to loneliness and depression uh, for you missing out on those events and, and, and hanging out. Who could... Uh, which could honestly pave the way for suicide. And honestly, I've come to see it happen firsthand with this girl who went to school with me. She wasn't in the same year as me, but I but I would see her getting dismissed by her own crew and it seemed that it got too much for her. So she took her own life. And, and one image comes to mind. I was hanging out with my friends. This is back in high school and we were just finishing up from a sports lesson. Now, this individual had... Um, uh, she had acne, but obviously I had acne as well. Most teenagers do have acne, and those that don't, fuck you, because you are gifted. All right, I, I just like, I don't I don't wish it upon anyone else. I just want to know if if you guys can feel the pain of those that have acne, you know, or have had acne. Um, but anyways, yeah, she's she's had acne, you know, um, and and it, it's it's the the style that she wears it, does, it it's comparable to different girls, and she's definitely not looking like the same girl. Um, she's coming from uh, a family that's torn, um, and one of my friends starts bullying her. Provocative word, calling her fucking ugly, and then that you know what. He went on to say things like, uh, and and I could be mistaken because I might be I might be thinking of a different scenario, but you know there is that possibility that he was mentioning, um, kill yourself, you know, and obviously it did not happen at that time. It happened years after, um, but it was still in the high school stage. But yeah, everyone found out on social media and everyone paid attention. Now it takes a life. It, it, it's sad that it takes a life for you to finally understand what's, what someone's been going through. But then again, it's still unclear to me on whether social media causes depress, depression. But in fact, depression drives people to use social media when they are depressed or lonely as a means to reach out to others for guidance. You know, so it could, it could, it could do a whole 360. But then again, there, there are always just assumptions you know, it's more in the, I have to be in the same shoes as those that are experiencing those toxic traits to know exactly how it really is. But we've talked enough about the negatives at the moment. I think I've touched, I've touched a good point on the negatives. I'm not, I'm not mentioning all the negatives. I just want to, I just want to mention those that I'm very aware of. But how about the positives? You know, we look into the positives and what's happening and, 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 and I can definitely see a change there, you know, um, the, the actual means of using social media, and I think it's a given, it's to communicate. And in today's day and age, our generation holds the largest form of communication and connection than ever before. Um, if you look at it uh, back in, in those days, going biblical, uh, so you know what I'm really talking about, going back to 100 to 200 to 300 years after Christ, the Bible, 
The Bible was formed, but it was really, literally impossible to obtain one. You would need to be of high ranking to obtain one. And even, even then, it was, it was a very small amount of people. Now, look at today. Today, you can have it on your app. You know, you can have, you can have the, the, the book of the Lord on the app. And I'm using that example because of how much, uh, I guess, influence it's, it's brought into, um, uh, I guess, today's age. Uh, but back then, back then, it was literally impossible to obtain one. And those that had it, they were actually hiding it. They were hiding it because of how how much they they valued it, and they thought that you know obviously you can't print a lot as much as you do now. It was it was pretty much impossible to do so. So um, now you can hold it in your fingertips. You can have it as an application on your phone, and then you can share those messages on social media, and it gives you the power to spread your word. Now, you know um, having connections across. Uh, across the world is also obtainable since you literally can follow or add anyone from anywhere and i had a lady or it could have been a bloke from the ukraine um getting my messages and say the following fork what a piece of body on you that was good wasn't it now i'm not saying to add everyone you come across and especially those that come at you like they're trying to get a visa but it is possible and and how about business you know, the power of the internet and social media can literally start a business from scratch and end up making you millions. I was just at a, you know, I was at, uh, at the time when I was at university, when I first opened my business in marketing from uh, marketing different companies, I used LinkedIn to message different businesses that required my management or that I thought really needed my managing in their social media. Um, and, and I used Instagram and Facebook to promote my work. Um, my reference was literally done all digitally from websites, ads, uh, and testimonials, all on social media. And all of this while I was studying at university and I was in, in my second year. And I'm not trying to say I'm like top shit, but literally it was that easy, you know? And to be honest, I barely tried. Like that's how easy it was, not only to get experience in my field, which apparently was, was very hard to do so back then. Um, and start something from scratch, but also make some decent, some decent money out of it. And in my line of work, you know, I have, made, I have to maintain my presence on social media heavily. Always have to keep up with the trends and be active. And I'm very fortunate with a platform like this to showcase my voice, such as the Relatable Source. That is at the Relatable Source on Instagram. Um, and and the idea of starting out uh, from just sitting with my grandma. Uh, at her house talking about a certain topic and that topic went on for four hours and it really seemed like it was uh, when it really seemed like an, an, an only hour uh, sort of thing the power that social media has to digitally market yourself and help your idea reach out is far greater than it's ever been in our timeline people in the 1930s and the 1940s you know or whatever it almost they almost found it impossible and all forms of marketing was done on the newspaper the marketing activities that were accessible to almost everyone back in the day, whereas now everything can be done at home at the comfort of your own living space. And and then you have, you know, my favorite people who I love to deal with, and I'm saying with a hint of sarcasm, influencers. Now, influencers have social media and they use social media like a cheap prostitute. Their whole job revolves around being active and taking attractive photos, but look at where that's taken them. They've earned more than they'll ever probably make had they followed a normal job routine. 
the important people that they need that will skyrocket their careers in fashion, movies, videos, fitness, acting, pretty much anything. The power of networking has been immensely great when we're speaking on social media. And I personally got the honor of listening to some great minds um, in podcasting on this platform uh, speak on their influences, you know, and share um, their knowledge on certain topics that I find interesting and it's all saying oh it's all thanks to social media but you know i obviously wanted to look further into this and i wanted some powerful um uh, examples of positivity that we can use social media for and you know um look at the social welfare activities and promotion of non-government organizations the ngos not only this but it also helps to change the way people live it creates awareness and it helps people to discover various innovations that help them enhance their own lives. Every individual, from a farmer to a teacher, can benefit from the awareness factor of social media. It helps followers of various religions, nationalities, and interests to form communities in order to discuss and spread the word. That could be obviously positive or negative, but you have the power to do so. Sports lovers can follow sports communities. Car lovers can follow car communities. Music lovers and movies buffs can reminisce, converse, and keep up to date with their hobbies on a 24-7 basis. Lives are not only saved as well, um, by um, through a 24-hour suicide prevention hotlines. Now we can spread the word. Spreading awareness and motivating people is important too. And simply assuring people that they are not alone or the, the only ones um, with their set of problems can be really important and can really save lives. Now look, we've both looked at the um, negatives and positives. I presented you with both. Uh, me personally, and this is speaking from someone that has uh, constantly spent time on social media, it's vital. It's vital, crucial to take some time for yourself, to have a breather and experience the finer things in life. You know, we, we, we get held back. We forget exactly what, what that is sometimes because we're too invested and we've invested so much time in social media. We're going to continue doing so. It sucks the life of, uh, life of us sometimes. And, you know, going outside, switching your entire phone for a good hour, talking to your family members, talking to your grandma. Do it. Do it, bro. She misses you. She only wants to see you and speak to you. And I'm a massive advocate, massive advocate for tech-free days or phone-off initiatives. And there are probably quite a few people out there wanting to challenge the unhealthy aspect of social media, including, but not limited to, phones and devices. However, like I said, like many good ideas and advancements, there is an element that will be exploited, mishandled, and misused, resulting in the dependence of fear of missing out. And that was The Relatable Source. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. I am your host, Bass. Um, now, just, you know, if you want to find out what face behind this voice is, you can follow my personal Instagram, which is buzz95. That is B-O-O-Z-95. Or if you're American, B-O-O-Z-95. Um, and obviously, if you want to follow and share some love for this uh, beautiful, beautiful podcast that I created uh, and, and create a community as large as possible, you can follow my Instagram and the page's Instagram at The Relatable Source, just like it is written, um, T-H-E Relatable Source, S-A-U-C-E, I think that's right. 
the relatable source source as in ketchup not source as a new source anyways guys i'm out enjoy your day take care